you'll see uh, that every everything I'm doing has a root in conscious living. Cool. Um, so should we get right into premature ejaculation issues? <laughs> Sure. Why? Why? You always have to bring up my premature ejaculations. Although, Dr. Nancy, if you have any solutions, I'm, I'm all ears. Why? And why do you always look like Mickey Mouse? You look exactly like Mickey Mouse. What? Now you sound and look like Mickey Mouse. Wait, why do I look like and Mickey Mouse? And you've got a Mickey Mouse Mona Lisa behind you. Can you relax with the Mickey Mouse references? Okay. It's just that when you have the black headphones on and you have that smiley face and you sound like Mickey Mouse, <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to Mickey Mouse. What is with the smiley face? Is I can't smile face? at you without looking like Mickey Mouse? You look like Mickey Mouse. Okay. okay. Can, can we introduce the, the episode? Episode? Okay. episode is out of control. Uh, hold, on, hold, hold on. Hold on. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. And this is the ultimate podcast about the birds and the bees. With a sex expert cougar mother. And her stand-up comic son, Cam. <laughs> Thank you for actually saying my name again, because I realized the other day that I cannot pronounce my own name. <laughs> you know what? I thought about that when I named you. I literally thought about it. Is it Cameron? Is it Cameron? It, like Cameron well, McIntosh? My Cameron? issue is that I've been told that I add like three syllables to the name Cam. Like how? Well, is it, because I have that Chicago accent, it's like... The, Cam. It can I can't even say it. I don't even know. Anyway, it's short for Cameron if anyone was curious. Yeah. Or Cameron. I'm not sure. Which it, actually translates to shrimp in Spanish. Thank you. Camarón. Camarones. Let's get to the meat of this episode, huh? Let's do it. We have a wonderful guest on the show today. Yeah. A longtime friend of mine, colleague of mine, Nancy Sutton Pierce here. Dr. Nancy. Dr. Nancy has her doctorate in human sexuality. She's a registered nurse. She uh, has made her career in health education and motivational speaking. I think you guys are going to be motivated to improve your sex lives by listening to this interview. Oh, she can. She covers it all the gamut. We spend the majority of our time talking about what she helps um, her men, clients. her clients with, and mainly for men, it is controlling their orgasm, whether that is to. Uh, help them with their premature ejaculation issues or their erectile dysfunction. Um, and for women, it is to how, increase their sex drive. A lot of women come to her saying, how do I increase my sex drive? I, I don't want to have sex that much with my husband or partner. Right. But I think the other major uh, issue that she deals with with men has to do with men coming and saying that their partners don't want to have sex. Yeah, that was and, an interesting point she made too. Well, that that's one of the big issues that she has, uh, that, that they come and come you know, concerned about. So anyway, yeah. Should we should we redo this whole intro? No. Oh, you like this? Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. 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 Okay. Sorry that we're stammering, but we got a little uh, heated up here on this. We got tongue tied. Well, I'll tell you why I'm tongue tied. Okay. Okay. It's because it always comes down to Cam's premature ejaculation issues. No, because you bring it there. You bring it there, and I did not. That came out unprovoked. Basically, what Dr. Nancy recommended was this 21-day challenge, Yes, which I would be opposed to in the past, but it is rooted in tantra, tantra, yeah, which she, is... She, she gets them always on that, that Eastern philosophy. That's how she gets people. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for that Eastern bullshit. So 
I'm going. I'm going for it. It's a right, 20- just to clarify. You don't mean bullshit like it's Eastern bullshit. You no. In, in the past, we've made little flippant remarks and gotten heated reviews on. Uh, no uh, one's the- getting upset that okay. I called called it Eastern bullshit. I, I'm. I'm. If I, no. The, if anything, you're part I'm, Buddhist. Uh, yes, I'm. Ex- I'm very into all this Eastern stuff. So that that is actually what hooked me on this. So basically, what here? He, okay. So in this episode, she she outlines the 21 day challenge, which is. For 21 days, if you want to gain control of your orgasm, for men, this is for men, you masturbate daily, you you come to the point of orgasm without ejaculating. So it's called yeah, edging. Edging, yeah, edging. You edge three times without porn. So and without just, ejaculating, too. And you never ejaculate. Now this this is, this is concerning. Now I signed up for this twenty one day challenge, not realizing that 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 last stipulation. I thought after three edges, which I would always already find very challenging, that <laughs> then you're allowed to ejaculate. But no, she informed me in follow up emails that you do not ejaculate in the twenty one days. And you did question her extensively on this. First, you did not believe me. Okay. <laughs> first, you said to me, "No, that can't be true." Because, I, and, and I would agree that most likely I got it wrong. But this is the first time in my, I think, in our, in any of our discussions, I've ever got anything right. And the truth of the matter is, no, you cannot have that. That uh, you would I, think you would explode. I couldn't believe it. I, I'm like, I'm going to give my, I'm going to consciously give myself blue balls every night for 21 night. days. Are you yes. kidding? She said, she said it's game changing. It's life changing for the people that have done this. It definitely is, is, has changed their entire way of, of sexuality. It's, it's made them much more in control. So oh, you're she's, really in she's, control of your back. she's promised me multiple orgasms without ejaculating. This is, I'm like, wow, I'll take some of that. Yeah, I don't understand how that could even be possible. No, no, I, I'm I'm going for you know one orgasm for longer than one one, one and a half minutes. Yes. <laughs> so so that's that's the goal. Twenty one days. I invite everyone to join me on this journey. Right. I will be blogging oh, God, on a daily gonna, basis. This is so so funny. I cannot <laughs> handle it. I just I can't even imagine what these blogs are going to be like. Yes, it comes out. So so this comes out. Uh, and what? Wait. And if you do ejaculate, you got to start the whole twenty-one days again. Can you I imagine know. being on day twenty and <laughs> ejaculating? I, I have no <laughs> idea. Like sliding down the slide at the end in Candyland, you know, and you're all the way at the top of Candyland, and all of a sudden that damn that that slide comes in, and you slide all the way down at the end. That's what it's going to be like. That's exactly start- it. I, I will. I, this is. I'm going to have such anxiety every night when I go to fucking masturbate. Scared out of my mind because you know it's going to get harder and harder over the 21 days because it's building up harder and harder. Literally, it's it's building up. And you know what? I, I have this premonition that somehow I'll do the 21 days, and on day 22, I'll I'm going to try to find someone to have sex with, and I will come so quickly. <laughs> It will be an explosion. She'll look at me Something and I will explode. <laughs> you might explode before she looks at you. <laughs> you might not even find that person. You're just walking down the street just having coming in your pants. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is going to be a great challenge for you, Cam. Oh, it I, is a like, challenge. I, I, this is going to be like my every day, my, my morning routine. I'm going to get my coffee, read the blog, and I'll burst out laughing. <laughs> All right. Well, don't raise your expectations. I, I I'm going to try to be open and vulnerable, but you know, 
you you know I'm putting out my masturbation habits into the world, which is very challenging. So that wait, itself is a 21 day challenge. Let's talk about women because I did ask yes. about this. Okay. Yes. And basically, the gist of her emails back to me was, I, I thought, well, this would probably help women have stronger vaginal orgasms. And uh, she did say that you know it, it's not exactly the same. Her 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 thing to women is that women should masturbate every day. It's like if you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. She thinks that you women deserve and need to set aside a good 15 minutes every day to masturbate. I, you know, it's interesting because I find that my friends don't talk about masturbating. It's it's like taboo for women to masturbate. Guys could talk about it all they want, but girls are not allowed to talk about masturbation. I don't know why. It's just it's interesting. Have well, you noticed you, and, that? And you, don't, you think that they should talk more about masturbation? I totally think it. Well, of course I think they should talk more about masturbation. <laughs> Oh, I'm a big proponent of masturbation. I did a video called 69 Reasons. Uh, what is it? 69 Reasons to Have a Selfish Orgasm. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, maybe it was 69 Reasons Not to Fake an Orgasm. So are you are you doing – okay, whatever – okay, we get it. 69 something. Did, <laughs> did you – are you doing this challenge? Uh, 21 Days of Masturbating? Yeah. I'm going to do it too. What? What, you're already sex. having sex, though. I don't understand. You, you, yeah, yeah. I you're don't putting know. this on top of the sex. I for I don't need to worry no. too much. I imagine next 21 days I will be in the same drought that I've been in for the past four months. <laughs> okay, I'll 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 weigh in at some point. I may not do the 21 days. I, I would it. love if you join me. Okay, I'm going to do it. All right. Are yeah. you going to be blogging about this as well? I'm going to be blogging. Oh Maybe Jesus a Christ! Short blog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so how do we reinforce we I, have to reward our listeners. Wait, can I just say it's going to be very strange for me to read about your masturbation. Yeah, yeah. So let's not have me blow. No, let's but just- I I think you should do it. I don't know why it's appropriate for you to read about my masturbation not vice versa. I mean, you you're welcome there we to go. do that. See, it's this, it's this prejudice against women. Uh, well, uh, no, I think it's a bit different cuz you're my mother. That's right, different. So if it were a girl, I'd be, I'd be happy to read about her masturbation. I'm keeping my masturbation to myself. No, I don't want to persuade you again. I don't want to dissuade I you. I mean, I'll probably still do it, but I just may not blog about it. I'll, I'll speak about it. At All some right. Point. Well, we'll be checking in over the next few weeks as well. we'll be checking in because I, I have a feeling this is something that I won't be able to take off my mind. <laughs> I've I've gone ninety days without masturbating. I remember what was that called? That was called something else. I don't know, but I felt like a fucking rabid animal. Like by the end of it, I I was like jizzing out of my eyes. Okay. <laughs> I would go to bed at I night. I don't. See- I don't see why you would ever do that. That was a stupid thing. Well, this is even stupider in my uh, opinion. No, that that had no value in, in creating. I thought it was going to push me to talk to to women more because no, I'd no, I'd have I, more of a, I, I'd have more of a desire. Yeah, and what did you had a desire to fuck small farm animals? Probably no. What? <laughs> what? I didn't even have caffeine. Farm. I have no idea where these these comments. Farm are animals. I never had the desire to fuck small or sheep. large farm animals sheep for that matter. A, you know, a sheep's vagina is the closest I think to a human vagina. I didn't know that, but I'll I, keep that in I, mind. I'm not actually. I have no basis. I literally, I've heard that from someone. It probably was a lie altogether. Thank you for sharing that. Anyway. I'm. I invite you. I encourage you to do the 21 day challenge. The rules again. No porn. You try to edge three times, no ejaculation for 21 days. And if you oops and you ejaculate, you go down right to back down to Candyland. Got to go right back to the start. Yeah. I, I encourage you, please 
please go to our website, www.sextalkwithmymom.com and click on the forum tab and let us know about your experience. The details will also be in the description box of this episode. This challenge is for men and women. There are two different guidelines, uh, but we all want to hear our, our, our each other's thoughts and band together to improve our sex lives. Otherwise, I'm going through this challenge. I'm going through this challenge alone, and it, <laughs> I'm going to be blogging. It's just it's humiliation on top of pain, <laughs> on testicular pain. Like it. It's kind of a fetish. I know. I was thinking this is very do- like. What if she's just a do- what if Doctor Nancy is just a dominatrix trying she's to fucking d- abuse me? I've known her for a long time. She's a very giving, wonderful, nurturing. Woman. I know. She's I know. She's awesome. awesome. She. You'll hear in this interview. She's a wonderful one. I'm very excited for you to hear this interview. She's great. You, you'll you'll love this. Also, you remember, you remember the, the masturbation circle? We don't have the time for that, jerk? mother. We don't okay. have time for this. Okay. Remind us, listeners, that you want to hear about the circle jerk. Okay. That Cam almost got involved with. <laughs> All right. I didn't almost get involved with a circle jerk. <laughs> that was such a bastardization of the story. Anyway, if you like Dr. San- Nancy Sutton Pierce, check out her website, nancysuttonpierce.com. You can you can hit her up for for tips, for, for uh, inquiries. She'll help you out. And if you want the specifics from her, uh, I did a, a video with her right after our podcast. And it's on my YouTube channel, which is Karen Lee Potter channel on YouTube. And you could see the video that she and I talked about the 21-day challenge. Yes, and she leads seminars. She has a bunch of publications. I, I recommend checking out her stuff. Absolutely. It was a great interview. And I, what I really liked about it is because she and I really have the same mindset about, you know, and making sure that if you're going to have that ejaculation is hold off and just focus. If you feel like it's going to happen, hold off and just focus on the girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that the whole the whole episode is basically how do you make women feel like sex goddesses? That's yeah. the, that's the bottom line for this episode. And then you will end up feeling like you are the man. Or, or if man you're a woman, wanna, you'll yeah. feel like a sex goddess. Definitely. Yeah. That's right. exactly how you're going to feel. So stay tuned, guys. Thank you guys for else. listening. Please sign up for our newsletter. And uh, you can do that at www.sextalkwithmymom.com. And if you haven't yet, it would really help us out if you left a review for us on the iTunes store. Please, please, please leave a review. And you know what else? Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Good. <laughs> I like that little addition. Yeah, that's good. Stay tuned. This is awesome. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Well, it's my pleasure. On your on your website, you say you play several roles, which are wife, love, lover, partner, mother, nana, girlfriend, confidant, nurse, health educator, sex doctor, <laughs> wellness coach, yoga therapist, yoga studio owner, radio talk show host, video blogger, etc. So you do a lot. I and, do. <laughs> I, I tried introducing you, but I couldn't get to all those. <laughs> and it sounds like a lot of... Um, all all of these different uh, professions kind of are around uh, conscious living. Absolutely, everything everything stems from that. Maybe, yeah. maybe we should take a second to de- define what uh, conscious living is. So- it's it's li- it's being awake to your life. It's it's really um, stepping back and observing yourself, having experiences, and then coming at those experiences with new perspectives based on 
more of the wisdom side of yourself rather than the reactive side. So as opposed to just going through life and allowing things to hit you and just continuing to maybe make the same mistakes over again and wondering why that exists, you are like, oh, I'm feeling this way. Why am I experiencing it like this? Exactly. It's a, it's about not being not playing the victim card. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're not a n- not being a bystander in your life, not being a victim of your life circumstances, but being a participant and understanding that your hands are on the wheel, whether you whether you're aware of it or not, you're steering. And wherever you find yourself is exactly where you've put yourself. Hmm. And so if you want to be someplace different, you can usurp your power to make those changes to be in a different place. Right. I always wonder about friends and uh, people I know that they seem to have like this, oh, well, you know, it just keeps happening to me again syndrome. I just keep going after the same guys or I keep doing the same thing over and over again. I'm like, what is this? Is there a puppeteer that I don't know about that's leading your life for you? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it keeps happening again. I mean, what, you are in charge of your life. Right. I always I was ask people, um, uh, what's the common denominator in all these situations? Oh, you. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason I wanted to bring you on the show specifically is because the show is called Sex Talk with My Mom. And you have some very, I would say, alternative perspectives on sex in a marriage and in a relationship that we'd love to talk about. Uh, specifically, aside from the conscious living part that Cam would like to go into for two hours, but (laughs) yeah. it, it all it all stems from that. So you'll 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 see that every everything I'm doing has a root in conscious living. Cool. Um, so should we get right into premature ejaculation issues? <laughs> sure. Why, why? You always have to bring up my premature ejaculation. Issues. Although, Doctor Nancy, if you have any solutions, I'm I'm all ears. Masturbating to porn. I don't. I I very rarely do. Okay. And so when you masturbate, how long does it take you to ejaculate? So that's a thing. I, I very short period of time. Okay. You are what you practice. Yeah. So if you want that to change, you have to make it last 30 minutes. So, he, oh, Jesus Christ. 30, 30, 30 minutes. 30 seconds right now. So, so the so, thing is, right. I, it's prevented me knowing this because I, I think this is the general consensus that if you want to last longer, you just have to tease yourself for longer and, and draw it out. However, right. that makes me just never want to masturbate because I'm like, I don't have this amount of time and I, I'd rather just fall fall asleep right now. And so I go like days and days without masturbating. So then when you have sex with a girl, you have, you have no time. Well, it happens very rarely. So when it, when I, <laughs> when it does happen, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's no, I have all the time in the world. Okay, so you want to think about it. You want really you want to think about obviously masturbation is two twofold. It's one, it's self pleasure and self love, but it's also a rehearsal. Mm. So you you want to think about it as if you rehearsed for a play and the play was two hours long, but you only rehearsed for five minutes. <laughs> you're not going to be able to do the two hour play. Right, I like this. So, so you know, what's good is, is this way you can rationalize the, the time spent, Cam. Right. I like yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's, you, you are. I mean, you're, you're, you're setting the stage. So here's, here's what Lori Handlers has to say. She tells guys that you need to, to masturbate to the point of ejaculation and stop. Mm. Oh. Stop yourself and then do that 
two more times in that session and do that every day for 21 days without ejaculating. The 21 day challenge, Cam. But that, so that, but that three times of hitting your edge, is that what they call it? Yeah, edging. Edging. Mm-hmm. So that still can take like, two, for me, two minutes, a minute or two. Like I could. I That's could... okay. That's okay. So you just don't let yourself ejaculate, and after it will get longer and longer over the that that oh. twenty one days. Oh yeah, wow! Just trust her. Trust her. It'll work. I'm going to yeah. start the twenty one day challenge. That's All right. Good. We'll, we'll, we'll have, we should we should meet back in twenty one days <laughs> and check and, in and check in and see how it's going. Oh how God. It went. Because okay. It, it could change your life. All right, and it, and and it, it'll build your confidence that you can control your body. Bingo! I, and I think that's really what prevents me from being confident in in trying to oh. seduce someone. Sure, you know, you're like, worried about this issue. Now, here's the other thing. There's a lot of other things you can get really, really good at mm. with women that don't require penetration. Mm. Um, in fact, I highly recommend that you focus on those skills. Because as men age, penetration changes also. And sometimes women don't want to be penetrated. Not all women want or need to be penetrated to enjoy sexual time. In fact, you can drive a woman absolutely crazy by telling her, no penetration, babe. We're going to do everything else, but you're not going to get that. Mm. She, it, will, it will make her crave it. And when you get a woman craving that and begging for that, you got you got some good skills. So, okay, so how- also, focusing on her again is the same kind of thing as what we we're talking about with the right. date. Focus completely on her. her don't pleasure. worry about how fast you come. What if right. you don't even come at all? It doesn't even matter right. to her. Trust me. She doesn't yeah. like care about herself. Okay. Yeah. So, um, th- that, uh, oh shit, I forgot the question I was going to ask. Oh, oh, how do you gain those skills? <laughs> like, um, I, if you're not with you- a woman. You, you, you read books. There's tons of books on different uh, oral techniques on really understanding a woman's anatomy and understanding uh, women's sensitivities and how it changes. There's a, there's a great um, skill set called OM. Uh, it's orgasmic meditation. Was, Go to those classes. Okay, so I've heard about that OM is like a, a very cultish uh, movement. Is that accurate or no? I mean, uh, you know, I guess if having really great long orgasms is a cultish thing. Okay. I'm in. They have some really great classes and there's actually, have you done it? uh-huh. And there's some videos, there's books. The, the gal wrote a book that's really great. That gives you all kinds of hints and skills. Nina, how, about how, to, how to use your tongue, how to use just, it's, it, there's so much about the tongue and the fingertips. It's all about feather touching, mm. and it's and it's about um, touching without expectation, and just observing reaction. Hmm. So you get really good at reading a woman's body, reading her breathing, reading the changes in her clitoris, the changes in just the color of her skin, changes. I mean, chest flushing. Yeah. There's so many things that happen to a woman's body when she's becoming aroused mm. that men are clueless about. And if men can tune into those little things, just the eyes dilating, uh, they can, they know when they're get, oh, they're on the right track. Mm. You don't have to, I think the, 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 yes, big, important, 
a big important part of that though is that your partner is going to want to educate you and so you know that's like a little more advanced but first you have to understand the basics like what nancy was saying and the second part is when you are with a partner then you need to communicate because she may want something completely different than the person before or the person after right Right. And though that's why learning how to read women's bodies is critical that, and the, the men that are the best lovers, uh, are the, are the ones that really tap into her pleasure. Mm -hmm. They don't just go, okay, I have a skill set, and I'm going to do this pose and that pose and this move and that move and expect that all the women are going to respond the same because they will be, they will be labeled lousy lovers. Mm. And, and you can use that in your dialogue during sex to turn a woman on too, because I, I again, back to, uh, <laughs> back to Derek Pierce, the porn star, he said he will like, when he talks dirty, what he'll do is just basically observe everything that's going to what the girl's doing. Oh, you're breathing heavy. You like that. Oh, you liked it when I nibbled on your ear here. Oh, I see that you like this and that and this. So you're, you're hearing from her and validating whatever she's feeling. And that's a big turn on to her too. Hmm. Okay? But the it, more you're focusing on her, the less you have to worry about yourself. Gotcha. Right. Right. Do you do you counsel women as well? Mm-hmm. And I do. What do you What do they usually come to you for? Um, they usually come to me f- for lack of sexual desire. Oh, okay. And then so uh, I mean, it, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty clear that men want their women to have more desire, and women don't have the desire. So you go, what's going on here? Hmm. So, so it's, and how do you usually counsel them? Well, I I go through all the f- physiologic things first um, to make sure hormones are balanced. When do they, you know, I mean, so many women that have had children recently or have young kids, your hormones change so much from pregnancy and nursing and then just being with toddlers all day. It's not a sexy time in your life. So helping women feel okay about that, you know, that, that that's not your focus right now. So there's other things that, that you and your husband might be able to do, or you and your partner might be able to do that will keep the fire burning date nights, those kind of things. Um, and I also have women make sure women are masturbating. Mm. Uh, women lose track of their own sexual, own sexuality. And if you don't use it, you lose it. Hmm. So if they don't even know how to about masturbating is that women don't talk about it nearly as much as men do. No. I mean, they really, it's men, men have no problem talking about masturbating. Right. So I just, I did a video called the selfish orgasm. I I really think that you just have to have it. You just have to go ahead and, and have your selfish orgasm. An orgasm a day, the doctor away. (laughs) You know what? It, it, you, I feel like you, you have a car and you need it and you have the owner's manual to your car. And if some, if you don't know what's going to make you have an orgasm, how is someone going to help you during sex achieve that? They can't. You and have to do your body first. Yeah, they Just don't like happen accidentally. Well, and you think about a female orgasm. It's 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 really kind of the mysterious land because there's no there's no physiologic purpose. For orgasm for women, there's no other purpose for the clitoris. That's why it's not even discussed in medical journals or in nursing school or in anatomy classes. I I think there is. 
I think that there two, that's twofold. One is that when you get very excited, your body is going to start lubricating, which is going to, and you almost have a need to have something, a penis inside of you, which I would think is a physiological thing that's come down over the ages. Otherwise, why would women want to have that? Coming and then the other part of it would be um, when you do have that orgasm, the contractions make you also want to have again uh, uh, the penis inside of you because you want to contract against it. So I think that there is a purpose for the clitoris and the vagina, um, and I think both of those are uh, connected with procreation. But in terms of of, uh, individual function as an organ. Uh, you know, we, we know what a kidney does, we know what a liver does, we know what a penis does, but a, a clitoris is purely pleasure. That's true. A penis does two things. Right. And so, so when you just have something that's purely there for pleasure and you don't use it, it shuts off a lot of other pleasure centers in the body. Mm. And so women bec- can become very disconnected to anything that's pleasing to them and they can become kind of angry. How often do you recommend women masturbate? Every day. Ooh. And how long do you, if if you can, I bet you that you're not, you'd be hard pressed to find a woman that masturbates every day. Yeah. Except for the happy ones. (laughs) Except the ones who talk about it 24 seven. But um, (laughs) no, I think, I think that the I agree with you. The more you do it, the more you use it, the more you want it, and and it's and obviously it's going to translate to wanting sex too, right? And what about for for women? When you say if you don't use it, you lose it. What about for women who haven't really gone through their life masturbating? Do have they already lost it? Do they have to worry? How do you get it back? Just have to masturbate. You have to start start connecting with yourself. Just like for men, it's no different. I mean, you you have this body. It's 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 like it's like Karen was saying about the car. If you don't maintain the body, your connection to the body, the body and your mind become very disconnected. And that's the conscious living part. Mm. Is that you have to stay conscious about where your pleasure is, where your happiness is, where your frustrations are. You have to be conscious about how you're experiencing your life. And I can tell you from working with people as a nurse for 35 years or whatever it's God, how long it's been, um, that the most depressed, sick people have disconnected from their sexuality. Hmm. Well, the pleasure, first that's the first thing it's going to go. Yeah. So we know sex energy is life energy. I mean, that's, that's, that's a known. It's, you feel it. It's true. So if wait, wait, we wait. shut... Can we what? get into that a little bit? What sure. is, what is What does that exactly mean? Uh, um Sex energy and, and how do you know that's exact? Like you're very certain about that. So what do? You... Very certain about it. Okay. Um, it's called survival of the species. Mm, okay. So if that that sex energy is the life force that moves us to create more life, hmm. and that's sex energy, but it's also a creative energy, and so when when we're using that, I mean from the from the yoga principles, if we talked about chakras, which we could talk about at some point. Oh yeah. Those, let's that's, talk about chakras. Yeah, that's the first and second chakra. And if those aren't open and free flowing, nothing else is going to work very well. Hmm. I thought it's called the root chakra. That well the first and second the sacral and the and the root are both involved in sexual function. Wow. It's, I 
this is very intriguing to me. And this might be what I needed <laughs> that's, to, that's, to inspire me. Yeah, because so for me, uh, this, this gets very, uh, you know, Eastern philosophical, whatever. So for people who don't know, chakras are like these, these seven, di- seven different zones in your body that kind of um, correlate with different uh, hormonal areas in your body as well. Is, am I saying this right? Or I mean, it's they're, they're energy wheels, really. So it's not something we can see or capture on photo, but it's a, it's a felt sense mm-hmm. of, of energy. You, you know that when, when, you're, when, you're, um, when people go, oh, I love him, where, where do your hands go? They go to the heart chakra. Right, right. Um, you know when, when you're feeling intuitive, you put your hands on your solar plexus. You go, oh my gut, my gut is telling me, mm-hmm. and so, so, so we we automatically know where this energy resides in the physical body, mm. and these wheels, um, they're they have to be aligned so that they're they're flowing freely. When one gets stuck, it would be like a, on a clock. If one wheel got stuck, the other wheels can't move. Mm. And so when we look at people's energy and and it, it, they correlate to different organs and organ function, uh, for example, the, the heart, the, the chest, the heart chakra correlates to the lungs, the breast, the heart, the kind of this, that part of the body. So people that women that get breast cancer or people that have heart disease typically have heart chakra issues. Uh, throat chakra, uh, the fear of speaking your truth. Mm. So people that get a lump in their throat a lot, they don't, mm. they don't speak from their authentic place of being, uh, are more likely to get throat problems. Hmm. So, so let's talk about the root chakra. <laughs> yeah. So the root you, chakra. You, women have root chakras too, not just men, right? Everybody has a root okay. chakra. Everyone yeah. has these same seven chakras, right? Okay. Yeah. There's there's actually many many more than seven, but mm. the seven are all that anybody talks about. Okay. So the root chakra is really your foundation. It's uh, it's where trust, um, safety, security are built. And then the sacral chakra, which is at right about the sacrum, and that that one between that and the root chakra, those correlate with sexual energy. So, because if you don't feel safe and you don't feel secure, you're on guard. And if you're on guard, you're not going to be thinking about pleasure. You're thinking about survival. Mm. So, if though that so if that chakra is not balanced, and then the the sacral chakra is more involved with creative energy. So when those two are open, yeah, you know, fun is fun is happening. Mm-hmm. Things are things are flowing. A lot, of, a lot of chakras are opening up at hedonism. I'm assuming. You know, it it really does open up because it frees you to find your authentic self. So because there's no rules. Uh, so mom just mentioned hedonism, but we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, hedonism. Uh, is a resort in Jamaica. Are there two of them, right? Or... What's that? Are there two? There, there's or... just just one now. And and how would you describe what what is unique about Edenism? It is very unique. I have looked all very hard all over the world for another sort of uh, 
concept and I can't find one. It, it's been in existence for about 34, 35 years. And it's a resort in Negril, Jamaica that is adults only, clothing optional, um, and all inclusive. And I use that word loosely because it's all it's an, it's an all inclusive resort, meaning that you pay one price and you get all your food, your booze, your entertainment, everything. But it includes all people. So it doesn't exclude any group of people, any individual. Um, if you're gay, you're straight, you're a woman, you're a man, you're a couple, you're a single, you're you're old, young, but you have fetishes, you're young, you're you're in a wheelchair. I mean, it, it's it's you go there, you see a sampling of society. I mean, it's like you, you, you could just take a general sampling and you would see them priests, ministers, nurses, doctors. I mean, wow. bartenders, whatever. I mean, it, it's it's truly a sample. But when they come together, there's about 580 people probably when it's full. It creates its own little universe. So it's like this instant society is built. And most people stay for a week. And so that you become a community for a week. It's self-contained. It's very protected. Uh, no photography is allowed, especially in the, the nude areas, but in any public area. So a lot of celebrities go there because they can be they can be who they want to be, and they don't have to worry about being called out. And nobody's judging you. People support each other. People are loving. People are interested. Um, uh, you some I I have been going there for ten years, and some of my best friends on this planet who I would trust my life with, I have met there. Hmm. Uh, oftentimes you meet people naked. And when you're naked, it's a very interesting experience of total non-judgment because you can't judge this person by their clothes. You can't, you're, you're not protected. And people have the most open, honest conversations about everything. I mean, anything and everything. It seems like you could you could potentially judge them on their body, which is yeah. you don't <laughs> you don't but you don't. I was gone with I'd much rather have clothes on but, <laughs> at least you, at least a a bikini or something. But even in a bikini, you still feel guarded. There's, yeah. You still feel, but when you're nude, I mean it's it's a it's a bizarre concept. If you've never experienced public nudity before, I highly recommend it uh, at, at some point in your life because you will you will have more body confidence being naked with other people than you would be clothed with other people. Hmm. It, I think it, yeah, this makes a lot of sense to me because if you, if you're, if you're being vulnerable, like if, if two people are meeting naked, if, if you were to judge them, you're also judging yourself and yeah. no one wants it. So it, it creates this non-judgmental space, I would imagine. Yeah. And you know what I think? You really do. It's funny. I didn't realize this, but a lot of times I'm walking around the house naked and my boyfriend said to me, you like being naked, don't you? I didn't know that I liked being naked. I, <laughs> I did not know you I, liked being naked either. I, <laughs> Apparently, I just like walking around naked, awesome. especially when it's warm out, not in the middle of the winter in Chicago. But yeah, yeah. I do. I guess I like walking around naked. Yeah. I mean, there's it's it is it's just so freeing. But the other thing about hedonism is it's very sexy. Because at, at, at night, 
um, people get dressed up. It's not a nudist resort. So it's not a, it's not a nudist camp where people are just nude and that's it. It's sexy. So at night people dress incredibly sexy, very provocatively. Um, they go all out with their costuming and it's like a fashion show every night. And sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes it's just hot. Sometimes, I mean, they have a black, have you seen those black tape projects Mm -mm. where they take black, um, like electrical tape and they, and they make, uh, what looks like some kind of clothing out of it. Mm, Okay. They tape the body in such a way that it just covers the bits and pieces but it, it, but it's very artistically presented. I'll, I'll send you some pictures. Really, so, um, it's a, it's a, <clears throat> it's a project of artists that have put this together. So a lot of times they'll have models there, and they they put black tape on them. Um, they have theme nights. It's like spring break uh, for crazy, sexy people. Oh wow! Uh, it's just, and it's just you know, fun. I, my question is, and I was saying this to Cam earlier when, because I thought about going to hedonism a few times already. Um, I think you have to have such a very um, strong bond with your partner before you can do something like that, or at least have some really strong communication about what the rules are in advance. Because I think you can end up getting yourself in bad situations. Like, you know, I'm sure it does happen, especially when alcohol is involved. I mean, if you, if you, but it wouldn't be any different than if you were in a bar in New York. You can get yourself, I mean, if you're going to get yourself into bad situations, hedonism isn't going to be the catalyst for that. You're, you're just going to get yourself into bad situations. I mean, we, you know, a lot of people think hedonism is a swingers resort. Right. And it's not. I mean, at any, on any given week, maybe 30%, 20% of the people there are swingers. Uh, most people aren't unless it's a swinger week. There, they do have every, every week is a different personality because of the groups that go, and so you can find that out on their website <clears throat> which week, which which group is going to be there and what their theme is. Mm. Uh, like January is a big lifestyle month for some reason, so a lot of a lot of those weeks are primarily swingers, uh, but most most of the weeks aren't. Um, so do and, you consider yourself a swinger now? I mean, at at one point you were. Thinking it I mean, may one day go there, but it, yeah, it, no, I think I mean we can cons- we consider ourselves. Um, I don't even know what we consider ourselves. Um, Mark and I have a an open relationship in that we don't put bound, we don't put uh, rules and restrictions on each other. We we but we all, all except for we need to talk about everything and everything needs to be honest. So. We neither one of us are going to do anything that we haven't already discussed, or we wouldn't share. Hmm. We don't have deal. We don't have any deal breakers in our marriage. That's why we're so happy, because we don't have to worry that one of us is going to break a rule. Because hmm. there's no rules to be broken. We, we trust yeah, each yeah, other's yeah. Uh, intention. You know. Well, what happens? I mean, people are human, and yeah. what happens if one of you two gets jealous? Well, then you just talk about your jealousy. I mean, jealousy is a natural human emotion. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you. I mean, a lot of people get jealous of uh, just somebody else's time and attention. Right. Uh, men get jealous of their babies. Yeah. I mean, jealousy is just something that happens. So if you're a jealous person and you can't handle your own jealousy, I wouldn't go to Hedo because 
you're just, you're just, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. I think that's what you have to really take a, a temperature reading of how jealous of a person you are. Yeah. And what I would ask people though about their jealousy is what, why are you holding on to your jealousy? Right. How, how do you feel like that's protecting you? Because mm-hmm. it's just making you miserable and it's not, it's not controlling another person's behavior at all. In fact, it's probably pushing them toward the behavior that you're jealous of. Mm. Hmm. So I help people deal with their jealousy a lot. And, and hedonism is a great place to do that because you can, you can play with it in a way that's healthy. It's out in the open, and people are, are very comfortable talking about it. So, no, but it's interesting you said that it's not just about sex. It could be just about attention. Oh, it, it, is, it is all about attention. Yeah. I've been at parties, and I think part of it is, is knowing your partner. And I have a partner who gets very excited about new people. Just it, much rather be around new people than anybody else in the world. I mean, just enjoys just loving to meet new people and talk to them. He could talk to a new person. doesn't matter if it's a male or female. doesn't matter what anything about them, but he gets very excited. He could spend, you know, two hours talking to that person, and it, it obligates me then to push myself to talk to people that maybe I didn't feel like talking to or not spending any time at all with him. Mm-hmm. So that, I don't know if it's a jealousy thing or just more of an annoyance <laughs> that kind of pushed into, like, so I could see where if I took him to hedonism, it would just, you know, wouldn't be as much, I'd be nervous about him looking at other women as much as he'd be talking to some guy in the corner for like, you know, three days straight. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know that, but you would know that going in that, that, that that's what he was going to do. And so perhaps the two of you could set up some boundaries, right. you know, have a comfort, uh, we yeah, do. it's like, okay, I, I've, I've, I've sacrificed you enough. It's my turn. Right. Uh, kind right. of a thing. Yeah. A little bit, you know, you get a little bored trying to introduce yourself to everybody. Right, right. But the, the thing about hedonism is, is it's, it's a big party right. and it's not, it's not couple oriented in that all the tables in the dining room are big tables. So you're always sitting with lots of different people. Um, the party kind of moves through the resort in a big group. So you're always, it's like, it's just a party going on all the time and people are always talking to a bunch of people and there's always somebody to, interact with and that you know it's just uh and it's and it's a very safe goddess oriented place so women rule there oh wow so what happened with you specifically and your husband oh my gosh i mean it well first of all i i was we'd been married for for a long time i was just um i'd become a a grandmother at 44 and was kind of wondering how that was going to, cause that shifted my life a lot having a grandchild. And so I was wondering if I was supposed to end and being a yogini and te- you know, being a yoga therapist and all these, I had all these roles that I thought were going, supposed to influence my sexuality. And so I was starting to, I was feeling suppressed sexually and so we decided to, to, to venture out and go there. Not, not really. I mean, we had our kind of our boundaries, but we didn't, but we also kept them loose because we didn't know what was going to happen, but we knew we wanted something fun and different and we liked to be naked. And about midweek, I had a little tequila and the music was playing and I 
got inspired to do this really naughty dance on this fountain in the middle of the pool in middle of the day. And I just, and I just felt this absolute sexual reawakening. Whoa. Um, realized I wasn't, I wasn't old yet. I wasn't dead yet. And I didn't have to, I didn't have to play the grandma role. I could still be a sexy grandma. So you were, you became a gilf. <laughs> and and so what changed after that? We, or we couldn't wait to go back. <laughs> ah. And and oh my god, I mean it just it built it built my confidence more than anything I've ever done did. And that's why I inspire I, I encourage women to do it because you women are treated so well there. And even other women treat women really well. Um, they're very complimentary. They support you in dressing sexy. Um, it's, you know, it's very, it's very uplifting. And, and it, it made me feel just more like a, a, a kind of a sex goddess with Mark. So our sex just stayed hot, hot, hot. When we got home, uh, we scheduled to go back. We, we're hot, 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 anticipating going back. So, I mean, it, and it's just continued to do that. And I like what you said to me uh, a couple of times we've talked before about how the worst thing to you <clears throat> is to, to be jealous of what's going on in, in, in your partner's mind. Oh, that you always want to be included. So, it, you know, you never really get jealous because to you, it turns you on to think of him even fantasizing about another person or, or another sex act or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when people get jealous of other people's thoughts, that's I issue. go, wow, you know, <laughs> really? That's a, what a waste of your life energy. Mm. Like we're, I mean, we are entitled to think anything we damn well please. So to be jealous of it, all your jealousy will only keep you from knowing what that is. And if you don't know all those little secrets that turn your partner on in life or that they're afraid of or that they want or need, how the hell are you ever going to be the best partner you can be? Mm-hmm. You're not in this life to control of somebody else. So it, it sounds like you're pretty close with your family. Uh, how do they yeah. all respond to your profession and interest in hedonism? Um, well, they're, they're good. I, I mean, it, we, we, we doled it out a little at a time so that it wasn't too overwhelming. I mean, they, they knew, they didn't know where we were going for a few years. They just knew we were going to Jamaica and that we got naked and we came home crazy, madly, passionately in love. Wow. So they didn't really care. You know, they just saw how happy we were and how much fun we were having that they figured, you know, whatever, whatever they're doing there, it's working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and then, um, and then in 2012, I created an erotic film festival Oh yeah, and, and that was very public. So I had to disclose everything to all the kids. So I, I, you know, so they knew where we were going. They knew I was doing the erotic work and they were all very cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's all about your, the way you present it to them. If you're confident and you're, you, you, and you respect yourself enough to do something that, that, you know, this is, it's about you. And if you believe in it, then your children are going to follow suit. They're going right. to, they're going to trust that you're doing the responsible thing for yourself and that that's the right thing to do. Like, I feel like that's kind of how you felt about 
me when you found out I was, uh, you know, talking about sex and stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you know. I mean, all, all my kids are adults too, so they're not they're not children. I would have, uh, you know, I don't think I don't think if I had a twelve year old that I would necessarily no. feel like I owed them an explanation of everything I was doing. But but and and you know, becoming a sex doctor, my my kids were like, you know, not surprised. <laughs> right, but that but that I would think legitimizes you even more. Yeah. So is there anything, before we end, is there anything you want to plug that people should check out of yours, uh, like your, your, maybe your radio show? or? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I have lots of different things. If they go to my nancysuttonpierce.com website, they'll find links to a lot of the work I'm doing. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel called The Sex Host Doctor, and um, I've been putting out some new videos, some nearly naked yoga videos. So, and, and I, and I use the, the word nearly naked. One is to attract people to get, to come see it. But two is to really understand what I mean by naked. Hmm. Ah, now we have to ask Nancy our regular question, don't we? Hit it. Nancy, have you ever walked in on your parents having sex or have your children walked in on you having sex? I walked in on my parents. Uh, yeah, I was probably about 10. And I heard noises coming from their room. And I, I thought somebody was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you went in for I, I, was, I was shooed out very quickly. <laughs> Did you know what was going on? Huh? Did you know what was going on? No, I, I mean, I knew later, <laughs> looking back, but I didn't really understand. And then, uh, have my kids ever walked in? Yes. <laughs> my daughter, well, my daughter, uh, at, at one point, she she let me know that she'd been hearing me <sighs> because I had a water bed at the time. She was probably about eight. And she came in and she was pushing down on the waterbed, making, you know, making a swish. And she was going, this is what you sound like when you're here. That's hilarious, too. Waterbed. Telltale signs. Yeah. That's very funny. Well, thank you, Nancy, so much for this beyond educational, informative, and fun discussion. Yeah. Well, I- but ha- I'm honored. Thank you so much for joining us. This is great. And I, I want to hear about that 21-day challenge. I will for sure let you know how it goes. Yeah. You should have a 21-day blog on our, our sex oh up with my Oh, my mom. God. Yeah, have to have that. <laughs> now you have yep. to stick to it. Yes. Now you have to do it. You got to do it. Well, All right. You'll thank, anyway. you'll, you'll thank me later. Okay. Noted. <laughs> yeah. All the women will thank me, too. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in the grill. Okay. I'm making the trip to hedonism. Oh, you'd love it. Life changing. How many many parents and children do you see together at Nick? A a couple, but it always it always gives me the creep. Yeah, mom, that's not going to happen. I I wouldn't recommend it. I heard a story. Someone told me that they were uh, they went to hedonism, and their niece or somebody was there. It was mortifying. Oh my god. 
Oh, people get upset yeah. with it when people from their own from their town are there. You know, yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. People are very yes. protective. You've got to let me know when you're going to be there. No, yes. I, I will right. yes. let everyone know. Right. Thank right. you, Dr. Thank Nancy. You. All right, thank you. I'll see you soon. See you soon. Namaste. Namaste. That was our interview with Dr. Nancy. I'm sure that didn't disappoint any of you. I, I loved it. It was it was a delight talking to her. Just to be around someone with such sex positivity, big fan. Yeah. You know and what? I, I, I like that she talks about uh, the sex, your sex uh, energy being your life force energy. Your little root chakra. I love that shit. I can get into that all day long. You know, she just has amazing relationship with her husband, too. I mean, I like a lot of the psychological stuff. Like, she was talking about jealousy and, you know, think about why you are jealous. Think about, you know, why you feel these feelings when you're around someone who, you, you know, you are worried about if they're looking at other women or whatever or other men. Just think think about why you're reacting that way. I thought that was an in- interesting insight from her. Love that. Love it. Love a, love a lot of Nancy. I mean... She's the best. I, I've I've just had some great experiences with her over the years, and this was one of them. Yes. So thank you to Dr. Nancy for coming on, and uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget, sign up for our newsletter if you haven't done that, because that's the way we stay in touch with you. It's at sextalkwithmymom.com, and that also is where our website is hosted. And <laughs> if you go to the page, the page where it's a contact form, you can write a message to us about your 21-day challenge experience. And if you go to the blog tab of the sextalkwithmymom.com website, you will see all of my experience going 21 days without ejaculating. I can't... Okay, <laughs> The anxiety that this is causing me already. This could be worse than the Nina Hartley debacle. Oh, no, nothing is worse than that. That was, that, that set me off. But think about all this material for your stand-up. Yeah, true, 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 true. But it, in essence, no matter what happens, this is going to be such a learning experience for you and your penis. It will be, a, it, something will happen with my penis. I, I might have to get some, something removed. It might be a fucking tumor by the end of 21 days. Something will change with my penis. You know, I got a lot of comments, by the way, on my YouTube channel after releasing that video from men who are like, this is, this is cruelty to, to balls. And they are like, you know, how would you guys like it if we did that to your vagina? I mean, they're, they're just like going nuts on my YouTube channel. Wow. Well, I'll, I'll let you know exactly how it feels and and whether it is torturous. It it sounds like it could absolutely be torturous. But next, but but, no explosions. And she was very, she was pretty positive that it's going to completely alter my sex life. Yeah. She did guarantee that the people that have done it have said that their sex life has been dramatically better yeah so i'm i'm uh very excited about this her last email to me said this is what ready for this yeah i'm um she goes she goes good morning kim i really do understand your concerns because i basically emailed her saying i'm going to explode if i do this (laughs) she goes this is a well-tested and very safe tantric tantric practice there are many ancient practices used today to expand a person's sexual power and pleasure this is one such practice holding your seat is not dangerous in the least if it were done for years prostate health would eventually uh suffer but you're not going to do any harm in just 21 days of a lifetime uh sadly porn has created a culture of rapid fire men i could i guess i'm a rapid fire man despite (laughs) not i guess i'm a rapid fire man you're like a little roger rabbit there (laughs) 
who miss out of of the much greater and more profound pleasures of full-bodied sexual delight. You will learn how to become multi-orgasmic without always ejaculating. How does that sound? I responded, that sounds wonderful. (laughs) Like I said before... Make this about learning to extend your pleasure beyond a quick ejaculation. Sex is a sacred practice and should be treated as such. Your body is designed to be magical and has limitless potential to give and receive pleasure. Once you learn this very profound practice, your skills as a lover will be mind-blowing. Wow. Okay. Well, with that, I think we're prepared for the challenge. You're ready. I'm off. I'm going. Off to the races. Check the blog. I'll let you know exactly how painful this is. Right, and please, if you're if you're doing the challenge, just let us know. Give, give us a progress report. You don't have to blog every day. You don't have to write to us constantly. Just one little note here or there is how's it going. And you can keep it anonymous if you'd like. Yeah, and by the way, if anybody does explode, that we're sex talk with anonymous is not responsible. Yes, we, <laughs> we take, take no responsibility. This is just our <laughs> just we're just you know having a little fun chat with each other, and <laughs> if anything happens, to anybody's testicles. Not our fault. Not our fault. Enter at your own risk. Yes. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. No, you have to sing. Oh! Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Too bad you can't see this. I'm doing little hand movements now. This is extending into a full dance. I'm doing a whole hula dance to this. Alright guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.